0: What's up, mother bleepers? It's about that time for some nosebleed seats to show everyone can afford to listen to. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. And as always, there is NFL news to talk about. But the one specific team that we haven't really focused a ton of attention on is my Dallas Cowboys. And I need to come into the safe space. And clear my head a little bit. Gia, So, if you don't mind, little Cowboys conversation. Yeah, that sounds nice. Let's do it. Oh, that feels good, That's it, baby. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does feel a little bit better. But I'm not really in like great spirits right now when it comes to the Cowboys, man. What do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? This has been a uh, an off season. And I think you can relate because you're a fan of a team that seems like they're kicking everybody to the curb. I don't know what the heck their roster even looks like anymore. And the Cowboys are looking at the rest of their their division and the conference, and they're looking up and saying, what are we doing? All these teams around us are getting better, and we're signing Joe Thomas and Deontay Thompson. Wait. You guys already have Tyron Smith, man. What are you talking about? Why do you oh, need Joe Thomas? Not, He's a hell of a guy. He's a hell oh, of a player. I'd love that, Joe Thomas. thought he retired. He did retire. We're talking Joe Thomas, the linebacker, who's played for three years with the Green Bay Packers. Apparently also spent a couple weeks with the Cowboys practice squad at one point. That's the Joe we're talking. Big Joe T. Linebacker, huh? Yeah, he's a linebacker. You uh, wait, so that's the big splash you guys are making. Yeah, yeah, we're we're signing. The Cowboys have signed Joe Thomas, big name Deontay Thompson, and Deontay Thompson Buffalo who, Bill. Yeah, look, I pride myself on knowing the majority of the NFL. Matt, that, I, that I have was no name, idea who this guy is, dude. I can't recall watching him run a route.
1: No, I had no idea that Deontay Thompson existed, not only in the National Football League but also in the world. Until about a couple hours ago.
0: Bad. So, uh.
1: You got that fullback, though, huh? Yeah, go mean green, baby. Jameez Alawale. He's bound to take it 75 yards
0: just about any time, isn't he? Very versatile player. The thing is, the Raiders kind of went out and they signed Keith Smith, who was the Cowboys starting fullback. And then they went ahead and traded. Jameez Alawale to the Cowboys, who was their starting quarterback. So they're thinking, we're going to upgrade by taking your fullback, but you can have our old one. I do uh, like the phrase, another man's trash could be another man's treasure. Oh, yeah, well. Maybe Jameez is that.
1: Maybe, maybe right?
0: Maybe so. You gave
1: up a fifth rounder for him? Oh, that's what they gave up? Wait, so you lost your starting fullback, and the team that got him said, hey, listen— We got yours. We got a guy who's you know, he's not as good, but if you want to give us also your fifth round pick, so basically what you did is you traded your better fullback and a fifth round pick to get a worse fullback. Yeah, yeah, it's a smart move, right? Man, that's Dallas guy. Jerry Jones is he's always been a splashy, flashy guy, and he has not let up on that at all. He likes to wheel and deal. This guy is going for the big fish this off season, man. Jerry. Big time, dude. Well, listen, man, you guys have next to nothing in cap space. So as much as I understand you guys being a little bit bothered, you haven't gotten the Earl Thomas yet. And Dalmikin Sioux was sort of a flash in the pan there for about 30 seconds. Uh, And then that left off. And now he might go be paired up with Aaron Donald. That's ridiculous. Dear God, we'll have to get to that another day. Holy smokes. No one's running the ball on those guys. But – And then Tyron Matthew, you know, and I get that one. Matto, Tyron Matto. Tyron Matto. And listen, I searched up and down for that drop, and it doesn't exist anymore. As soon as Matto
0: became available, I thought to myself, we got to get Matto on the Cowboys immediately. Yeah. And they didn't even bring him in. Everybody loves Matto. In fact, Matto signed for a $7 million one-year prove-it contract, one that it seemed like maybe the Cowboys could have found a way to afford his reports were they offered Sammy Watkins a cadoodles amount of money, sixteen million a year, and then they were going to cut Mr. Des Bryant. Youch! Oh my gosh! Is that still out of the question? Look, I, you know me, you know my Desbianness. I love Des. No, you came out of the closet a long time ago. This as is not the year to cut Des Bryant. If you're going to do it, you eat him. You eat the toe. Whoa, that got weird. For another year, you wait. Because while you save, I think it's eight million give or take, you also then pay and owe eight million in dead money. So what's really the benefit of cutting Des Bryant? And do you really think look at the rest of these receivers? You guys are sniffing around on old Alan Hearns. I wouldn't have minded Alan Hearns. He's, he's a Miami product. Ahead, they I love that guy. Deontay Thompson. I'm an Alan Hearns guy. He was awesome for my fantasy team. Here's the truth
1: about him, though. He's never been overly athletic, and now he's a few years uh, down the road since he's actually he's been 26 that, years old. No, he I He should know. be in the
0: prime of his career.
1: Yeah, should be, I know. But he hasn't been that great. He hasn't been overly productive in the last two years, and he's been a little bit injured. And again, he's never been overly athletic. He, he's honestly similar to Des Bryant when you talk about a guy who's not an incredible route runner. He's not getting a ton of space and he's not a jump ball guy like like Dez is. So I don't really know. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in favor if I was you as a Cowboys fan. I would not be in favor of basically giving up on Dez for Alan Hearns. That's not a that's not a move I, I'm wanting to make. Now if, I guess if you just want to add Alan Hearns to the mix, yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay, throw him in the mix there. But you guys have fifty seven thousand dollars in cap space. Yeah, yeah. That is that until... is last in the league. Second yeah. last is the Saints. They have like two million and some change. You guys at this point don't even have enough money. It seems, unless I just don't know what I'm talking about. It looks like you guys don't even have enough money right now to sign the draft class that everybody can't wait to have in a month. Well, you guys have ten draft picks. You're not gonna be able to sign any of
0: them. There's no way they take ten guys. They're gonna f- move up in the draft. It's happening. Trading up for, They're probably going to move up for one of the linebackers or Derwin James or some player that they have fallen in love with, and I just hope to God it's a good one. I just don't see the Cowboys staying at 19 with 10 picks, having been so dull in free agency because you have no money to spend it, just sitting pat and waiting for the board to fall to them at 19. I just think the Jerry Jones we know and love is going to want to be seen and make a bunch of noise at the draft that he is hosting. You know what I mean? So for them to stay at 19, I would be shocked. If they want a safety, Derwin James is the only one in this class that is going to be the kind of eye candy for this team.
1: Sort of like Joe Thomas, Deontay Thompson, these big splashy free agents they've got in this offseason. Exactly.
0: It's just staying, it's right staying the, the course. It's staying the course. Got now, to respect, Jerry. What we did find out, though, combo is the, oh, the combo thing is, an, is also a little odd. Should we get to that? Should we just throw that Cabo wrench In the middle of this I don't know I know it's it's Steven's kid's spring break It's probably Charlotte's kid's spring break So it's oh let's go with the Witten and the Romo Family to Cabo for spring break Wow Witten and Romo And yeah. the Joneses They've got a thing for Cabo yeah, they do. Was Jessica Simpson there? No, Jessica wasn't there. What the hell is Jessica doing, man? She might have been there, just not with them, pictured, at least. She could have been hiding in the not bushes. Not photographed, but she was definitely there she with She was Romo. with my toe. Oh. She was, in oh, she was with my finger. Yeah. <laughs> my thumb. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she was doing. So, so in the middle
1: of free agency, the Joneses, the Wittens, and the Romos hey, go take like, their annual spring break uh, Cabo trip, and it doesn't matter that they're missing out on the likes of Mateau and your general
0: Jim. manager, your vice president, are all drinking pina coladas and cervezas up in freaking. Wait, they Cabo. didn't invite Red Jay? I did not No, And that's that's sort of a slap. I don't in think the face. Will, Will McClay was back. In the offices. That's because he's things. the
1: only professional one in that whole damn front office. I, I guess. Mean, will, man. Look, My if, God. if I'm Tyron
0: Matteau, What a stud. I don't really care much to talk to Will McClay. I'd like to talk to Jerry freaking Jones.
1: No, I'm with you. Listen, if, if you're Matthew and you see that freaking Leo Collins is getting wined and dined in Jerry's dining room drinking that freaking. What is he drinking that Johnny Walker blue? That oh, yeah. Johnny the good Walker stuff.
0: blue. The blue. I've actually got And
1: Matthew sitting there thinking, uh, what? You guys are gonna you're gonna Skype me from Cabo while you guys have freaking sunglass tan on your face, Jerry. Went to Houston instead. Went to Houston for seven million. And here's the thing a one year deal, seven million. Granted, you guys only have fifty seven thousand dollars, but we talked about this off air. These teams and the Dolphins have done it. They move money around like it's nothing, man. I mean, to, to go from fifty-seven thousand dollars in in cap space to to seven or eight or nine or ten million in cap space is nothing for these teams. The restructuring that you cut this guy, you move this around, you, you you convert this to a signing bonus, you do that. Next thing you know, you blinked an eye and you have twelve million in cap space.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous how they just take the signing bonus and they move this around here. They restructure. The problem with the Cowboys have gotten into is that money is going to come up at some point. You keep pushing it into the future. You're good for this year, but you're going to have to pay that. And they're doing the right thing finally by just eating it this year. Not really being, they're being frugal. And I can commend that. But as a fan, it is tough when you look around and the Eagles have gotten a lot better and the Vikings have gotten a lot better and the 49ers and Rams are getting better and all these teams around you are making moves and you are kind of staying, Pat, it, there's just a lot that's going to have to go right for this team in the draft for them to be a serious contender next year. And it's really, as we're sitting here talking about this, man, it all comes down to Dak Prescott. I mean, even with the, all this receiver talk, uh, we've talked about it with each other. It's kind of given and take with with Dez as well. Did Dez struggle last year? Sure. But a lot of that was probably because Dak Prescott struggled. And while Dak Prescott intangibly is compoised as hell. He's the total freaking package. Oh, yeah. But there's a reason why he was a fourth-round pick, and it's because he's limited a little bit in his passing skills. He's got room to improve, and he showed that last year. So this is a big year for Dak Prescott to come out and play well, and if he doesn't, I guess it doesn't matter what moves and what money they would have spent here in free agency because it probably won't matter. No, you're totally right. I think
1: a lot of the frustration is not only have you guys not really done anything, though the cap tells you you didn't really have much to do anyways unless you really moved some things around, but it's also because all these other teams, as you mentioned, have been making the moves. Even the the Super Bowl winning Eagles are still going out there and getting a Martellus Bennett. They come, up, they sign a Mike Wallace. You know, they do different things to to improve their team at least on paper. And you look at Dallas, and Dallas, if anything, Dallas has has gotten worse. You when, when you lose a Hitchens, you lose a Skandrick, you lose uh, I don't even know Jonathan, Jonathan Cooper. Okay, Jonathan Cooper. Starting that does uh, Yeah, but okay. Now, and and that points me when you talk about Dak. I think the Cowboys need to go get that offensive lineman at 19. And, and and unless you want to trade up, you really want to trade up to go get one of those linebackers of Edmonds or Smith or, or James or whatever falls down a little bit. But I'm thinking, you said it yourself, Dak Prescott is really the only thing. He's the only thing that matters in terms of, this, is this team going to be any good? It's because Dak was really good, more than likely. And if that's going to happen, he's got to have grade A protection. Last year, he did not have that. He suffered the consequences. year before that, he had that, and you saw what happened. Cowboys have one of the best offenses in the league by far. And it only helps the running game out, which in turn helps Dak out in the passing game. I think that offensive line, even though Cooper, it's not that Cooper's such a big loss. It's just that you have such a big void now, and Cooper was already struggling. You got to go get somebody for that guard spot, and there's a couple of guys. You see, Win from Georgia. There's
0: Hernandez, or there, there's some some guy with the Pramute. last name.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go.
0: Now what they've done is they've brought in for visits Cameron Fleming, who's the former tackle of the Patriots, started for them at right tackle. He's a swing tackle kind of guy, and the thought is maybe if they sign Fleming, kick in O'Leal. You kick in Lyle, yeah, back to left guard. Now I'm kind of irritated. By the movement here You know you, you started Byron Jones at corner Then you moved him for safety for two years Now we're moving him back to corner I just don't think Byron Jones is a good player Lyle Collins I think can be a solid player And you saw by the end of the year He improved a lot at right tackle So we've played him at guard for two years He was playing pretty darn well By the end of twenty fourteen at guard Zeke was killing it He's running down the field 70 yards with Zeke for touchdown runs, mauling people. And then we kick him outside to right tackle, and he struggled for the first half of the year. And he finally kind of seemed like he was figuring out. Now we want to kick him back inside to guard. I'm just like, pick a place. Pick a damn place and let the guy play. I'm with you, though. I'm a big fan of Isaiah Wynn. I think the dude's a stud. I think that Hernandez guy is really good as well, but you could probably move back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit of a rich pick. A little bit of a
1: reach at 19. But But what if,
0: and this goes back to, all right, you'd probably kick. Collins inside but if a Mike McGlinchey or a Connor Williams falls to you at 19 one of those tackles yeah the thing to me is where i think you know i i draft a win at 19 i plug and play him at left guard there you're allowed to keep Collins outside and i think your offensive line's back to elite form i do in my gut have a big concern about Tyron Smith and his health because hey you can speak from your experience you struggle with back issues. Yes. Those things don't get better now.
1: They do not get better. And he's been struggling and he's got the knee issue as well. Right? He's always either knee yep. back, knee yep. back, knee back. And he went into last season. I remember the whole off season goes by. He day three of training camp. He's already got to sit out a day because the back's tightening up. And I'm like, Wow, this is the start. You've you've been resting practically for the last few months. And it's, you're showing up day one and it's already bothering you. That means this thing is more chronic than you would hope for. And you're right. That's a huge problem. It doesn't matter how good the other four guys are, really. If Smith goes down and you're, throwing, you're limping out a Chaz Green again so that Adrian Claiborne can go off for another five sacks, I mean, come on. That's going to be problematic. But you, you look across the, the, the division – What did the Eagles do? They got Bennett. They already had the best defensive line or a top three defensive line in the league. Okay. The Giants just traded Jason Pierre Paul, which leads us to believe maybe they're going to go for Bradley Chubb, throw a Chubb down there Mm. at number two. And now Dak's going to have a Chubb in his face for for two games for the next 10 years. So (laughs) you better do something with that offensive line. And, And the Cowboys have only been good under this coaching staff. When their
0: offensive line was like top five in the league. Exactly. And they still had bad defenses. Yeah. I mean, you're, the defenses in 2014 and 16 were made better by the time of possession, the offense limiting the amount of time they spent on the field. They reduced their snaps compared to other defenses because they controlled the game with possession, no doubt about it. And that was their remedy to success. And the quickest way to get back there, you're not going to fix this defense in an offseason. There's a lot of holes. Your secondary is probably going to become a strength of your team. Hopefully by the end of this year, you got a lot of good pieces in that secondary, but the front seven still going to need some work. And the quickest way to getting back to where you were blueprint for success for this team. I'm with you is getting that offensive line back to where it is. The thing that where I'm going at here is you take the guard. That's great. But what do you do? Seriously, if Tyron Smith goes down, which is why maybe one of those tackles are a little more appealing to me. Because or you have to sign a Fleming in this situation, or a guy that can be your swing backup tackle. Because I don't think you're getting Tyron Smith for 16 games, and you need to have a guy that can step in and at least not freaking break the whole bridge down. Because he can't; he, he's, he's that terrible of a football player.
1: Well, that's a huge concern, man. That's a huge concern, and they haven't addressed it in free agency, obviously. So it, it, you wonder to yourself: Are they just going to stick with the guys that they've already got, which hasn't really? worked out that well for them in the last couple of years. But a little bright spot here as we close. At least when you look ahead to 2019, the Cowboys in terms of cap space are going to be sitting right there at 11th uh, in the league. So they're going to have basically a top 10 uh, cap here for next year. Uh, And then in 2020, they're set to be like top three right now obviously that all will change but at least looking ahead to next year the Cowboys should be in pretty good shape in terms of their cap and maybe this is the one year as you've mentioned they have they've made a bad habit sort of of restructuring deals backloading everything and now they're kind of paying the price for it now with no cap space whatsoever but you look ahead to next year you know they take a year off don't be splashy don't be flashy let's just stick with what we have and then we look ahead to next year bam we have a top 10 salary cap so, that's a little bit of a bright spot there for the Cowboys, huh? Is, is it not? Walter, it's a bright spot. Put a little spot. smile on your face. It's a bright spot. Even though you're going to have a Chubb breathing down Dak's neck for the oh next man, 10 I love, years. I'm a My big God. fan
0: of Bradley Chubb. I don't want him to go to the freaking Giants. I don't want him or Barkley to go there. I want them to take like Baker Mayfield and him suck balls for a decade. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a bright spot, no doubt, sure. But I think a lot of that money is going to end up getting eaten up by Zach Martin and Zeke. No,
1: of course. Zeke, of course, they still got – and, and, and obviously, and Dak, Dak is that, good. That's the, that's the sad thing is right now you're paying Dak next to nothing, and you're still unable to really build around him more than you already have, which has been solid. But in order to take that next step, you need at least one more lineman, and you got to have some sort of – he basically has no tight end in terms of a seam threat down the field, which is the way the NFL is going. These receivers are none bad. And then Dude. the receivers, exactly. The receivers are not Williams good. is not a good NFL So receiver. it's a shame you can't stack around him now because he's going to command a lot of money. You're right. I mean, it kind of just put a hole in my whole deal because with Zeke, even though that's down the line, but with Zeke, Dak, Martin, some of these guys coming up, yeah, that's going to definitely suck that
0: cap dry a little bit. So but can we have the conversation? Or are the Cowboys maybe the worst organizations in the NFL right now? Uh, it's really hard I mean you go from Dude, one they seem year. like They've just completely Kiboshed everything Yeah For a, for a family And it sucks Because there's parts Of the Jones family Like they're good people Right but The way that they've done this Yeah but so are you and I The amount so of money Yeah the amount of money That they're able to make Their great business minds With what, what Jerry's done For for the brand of the Cowboys It's all great Sure But salary cap wise And running a football team Just hadn't been there
1: Yeah but you still have teams in the NFL like the Chargers. You still have the Redskins. You still have the Browns. You still have the Bucks. You still have the Dolphins. The have won the Super
0: Bowl more recently than the Cowboys have. Okay. All right. If that's how we're doing it. Dolphins, sure.
1: Dolphins are in a similar boat. Dolphins are much worse off, believe me. They don't want to be in my shoes. Okay, pal? <laughs> Just signed a 37-year-old Frank Gore. Get out of here. <laughs> Shut up. You're thrilled about that. That's former Yeah, team. he's a Miami guy. I love that guy. Next episode dedicated to Frank Gore. Oh, yes. Let's do that. You want to talk about chubbing. we Chubbin be chubbing all over the place with a Frank right. Gore segment. Put that away.
0: All right. Anything else? Nope. Uh that's all I got. We'll we'll see how this thing plays out. Listen, little... man, I just want you I'm pulling for you. Okay, right. and I'm pulling for your boys. When you and
1: pull? and I think that
0: better days are ahead. Praying for it. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Love you. Love you, too. Hugs and hand pounds.